Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Steam Machine Podcast. This is episode 17, and my name is Dalton, and joining me as always is my good buddy, brother, and fellow smoothskin. This is Ryan. And to start off the show, our host Ryan has some things to talk with you wonderful listeners about, so I am going to turn it over to him and let him go ahead and do that. Yeah, uh, just started work again full-time this week because New York's finally over that quarantine phase and with the the new baby coming very soon as well had some discussion with with dalton here that's me yeah we we we've decided that we're gonna change the format up just just a little bit just a little bit like we're, we're both going to still run the randomizer we're still going to get the games from the randomizer. I am going to try my best to play as much of the games as possible. It's going to be probably difficult for me until I get used to the new work schedule and the newborn phase at first. But yeah, for sure. But the, the new format phase is pretty much I am going to be watching Dalton play and getting as much of the gameplay information and stuff as it for him. So this is all this format's almost going to be like forcing Dalton to play his backlog and we'll, yeah. we'll see what he can do how far he can go and everything like that and, and hopefully hopefully it won't be too long of a period for this format change so i can actually jump back in there and get some decent gameplay but it might it might be a couple months maybe until i hit that winter break in like november when when the child is a couple months old yeah so so, so it's pretty much just going to be like you know ryan will be asking me about the game and and try, you know and uh basically taking the helm as far as uh what game discussion we go on and things and i'll just try to fill in the blanks with my knowledge from it and uh talk about the things that maybe he witnessed as he's watching me play in discord or on twitch or wherever i decide to play it at and uh also, uh, I've been, just real quick, I've been thinking about uh, opening up our, we we have a Discord, and right now we only use it for us recording and things, and I'm thinking about opening it up to having listeners being able to join, so if you wanted to uh, come join the Discord, I will, I will get that link and share it. Uh, I will have it so I can actually tell you what it is um, next episode, but for now, I will get it and share it in the uh, Facebook group and on Twitter, and you know, if you guys want to pop in, talk to us about games, maybe uh, I'll have an area with a, the whole list of the games that we have, or a link to a PDF or something, I will figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we're figure gonna, it out. We're gonna I added out. somebody, I added one of my co-workers to it the other, the, yeah. did you see uh, Thomas the Spank Engine join the server? <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. see that, I did see that, okay, so that's him. Greatest name ever. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't even care to know the backstory for it. Just Thomas the Spank Engine. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and I believe our buddy James is also in there. Was the JRPG report? So yep, it's yep. it's it's a small small little family right now. But I think we're gonna open it up and well, yeah, make we'll our family there. bigger. But we hope that you guys uh you know stick with us. Not much is gonna change about the show itself. It's just gonna be more of uh instead of Ryan being able to game along with me, it'll be more of him questioning me about it and uh, talking to me about what he's seen yeah but it'll be all good and uh, speaking of that i know that you haven't gotten much further in fallout 4 no the, the, the where i last stopped was god the day before i went back to work which was what tuesday so monday was like the last day i got a little bit of gaming in and it was only a couple of hours maybe two maybe three i think i'm sitting at like level six level seven on fallout uh, 4 i didn't get very far, much further but th this back to work after being off since March. Kick ass, son. Yeah. 
and it doesn't help that the 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 dining facility that i work at has our numbers have dropped significantly they increased our hours and now the number of people that we're serving bottomed out it's just a drag it drains me physically just not being like oh yeah just standing around doing nothing yeah, yeah for oh, sure drive me crazy um well i will uh, be upfront and honest i got really close to the end of the storyline in fallout 4 and my game crashed on me so often that I installed the mother. I uninstalled the motherfucker. I got. It's that, it's that John Cena mod. You can't see it coming. It just fucking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It uses the golden shovel and buries your game as, as soon as you get there. It's like <laughs> no, I'm the only one to go over. You, you're at the two count, and boom, he kicks out and fucking buries. Like, oh man. Oh, I finally, I finally encountered a Randy Savage Claw out in the wild. And it replaces all of its roars with Randy Savage uh, sound bites. Nice. So it would be running at you and be like, I'm coming to get you, Hogan. And <laughs> it was... The cream always rises to the top. Yeah, one said that as it was dying. Like, I shot it, it died, and as it was falling over, it was like, the cream always rises to the top. And then it was just dead. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. But, yeah, um, I wanted to bring this up, that... It seems that Fallout 4 is not as mod-stable as some other Bethesda games are. Because I've only got about 30, maybe 40 mods on it going. And none of them are texture mods. They were just kind of like, added some weapons, added a mod companion. Heather Kasdan, I recommend her to anyone. She is the best mod companion for Fallout 4, by far. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Skyrim, I have like 150 plus mods on Skyrim. And it runs flawlessly. So, I, I just, I don't know. I know Fallout has quite the following, but goddamn Skyrim is a fucking huge game. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many times have they re-released Skyrim? And how many Six, people still maybe? put hundreds of hours into the game? Uh, me? Yeah. I, I still play it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I know lots of people still play it all the time, and that's probably why it's more mod-friendly than Fallout. That's a possibility. It's a possibility. Uh, I know there's probably a lot more. I know there's a lot more... Uh, like unofficial patches and things to fix the game than there are for Fallout. I think I have like four different ones for Skyrim and Fallout has one, which is the one that I had gotten you. I know I had put a bunch on Skyrim when you were up here. Different mods. I think we had put goddamn almost twenty five mods on my on my game when yeah. you were up here. And they were they were all good though. They, yeah. I didn't I didn't give you any that were like super cheaty or anything. Yeah. No. Um so I got to the point in Fallout 4 where I was building the teleporters to get into the Institute. Yeah. And I quick well, quick sidebar. So I'm roaming through the... I, I always want to call it the Capital Wasteland, but that's Fallout 3. I'm roaming through the Commonwealth. Yeah. The, the New England Commonwealth. Yeah. And I get a... Oh, there's a settlement beacon uh, within range. I was like, oh, cool. So I'm just like, I'm walking around. I hear this gigantic boom. I look in the distance and there is this mushroom cloud going up. And I said, oh shit. Super Mutants done hit somebody with a mini nuke. And at the same time I had that thought, it popped up and said, settlement signal lost. And I was like, oh fuck. I wonder I, I wonder if it was just like so the, coincidence. The mini, nukes, the mini nukes, they're actual like explosives and shit. It's just not some like useless prop or anything like that. No, in the game. no, they oh. are. There's, well, there's a gun shit. called the Fat Man. I had already found a couple mini nukes in my short amount of gameplay. That satellite facility, the uh, the U.S. Air Force Satellite Facility Olivia or whatever that I was telling you about, mm -hmm. I found a mini nuke in there. Yeah, so if you would have found a Fat Man, is what it's called, it's this big rocket launcher-like looking thing. Yeah. It, it shoots mini nukes, and mm. it's ridiculous. When they blow up, they cre create a small mushroom cloud. Just shit up. Interesting. 
And you will also come across super mutant suiciders who hold a mini nuke and run at you. Oh, and, so they're like the screamers from Serious Sam. Yeah, but they're more like, you're gonna die! And they just run yeah. at you holding this bomb. Now, if you shoot them in the arm, they will blow the fuck up. Yeah. Which is which is always the thing to do because if they get close to you and they hit you like that, they're you're you're done for. Yeah, for sure. But like, man, I can't I can't get over how much this game crashed on me. It was like every hour. So it's like WWE two K twenty. Yeah. But it well, okay, so at least at least Fallout when it crashes, it crashes to desktop. Two K twenty just fucking infinitely loads and then I have to open up task manager and close it. Yeah. But yeah, but I had a lot of fun with Fallout. I'm going to I want to leave it on the list because I would like to delve into its DLC. And next time yeah. it comes up, just play the DLC. Yeah. Because I found the entrance to Nuka World and I had the quest to start uh the thing with Curie, who is the robot companion from one of the I think Automatron or something. Yeah. And then there's another DLC that I don't I don't I don't remember the name of it right offhand, but I don't even know how to get to it. So I would really like to go and explore those one day, you know? Yeah. And maybe next time I will just get rid of all the mods except the uh, Heather Kasdan and the uh, her patches and the unofficial patch. Yeah. And achievements, because I want those fucking achievements. <laughs> uh, I went through most of this game using a, uh, a silenced scar. Uh, yeah. It was a modded gun. Obviously, it's no, not in the actual game. But yeah. man, I, I, I put some mods on it and named it Old Faithful. Because when, yeah. when you add... Uh, like a better stock and stuff to the gun you can rename it yeah and i named it old faithful because it was always there for me yeah i had that in a big ass desert eagle and those were my two go-tos got you um how many other fallout games have you played series and like where does this one rank among them okay so i own all of the fallout games except fallout tactics and i'll get that too eventually because uh, it's pretty cheap on GOG. I have played Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout 4. Um, I want to dive into Fallout 1 and 2. I just never have. Yeah. Uh, I put Fallout 4 behind Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Like, in, in the pantheon of game, the Fallout games that I've played, number 1, New Vegas, number 2, 3, number 3 is Fallout 4. Uh, because they they really tanked the RPG aspect and brought in more of a, a first-person shooter. It, it feels more like an action game than an action RPG, if that makes any sense. The story is really good. I like the story. Yeah. But in New Vegas especially, your, your decisions felt like they mattered more. Like, you could do something early on in the game, decision-wise, that would change things in the end of the game. Whereas Fallout is for, Fallout 4 is far more linear, in my opinion. Do you think the difference between New Vegas and 4 has anything to do with the different studios? That wasn't New Vegas made by Obsidian? Yeah. Uh, instead New of Bethesda? Yeah, New, New Vegas was made by Obsidian and released by Bethesda and Obsidian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so is that New, could be. New Vegas is similar to what, say, like Outer Worlds compared to like Fallout Three or Four. But... New Vegas is kind of like Fallout Three and Outer Worlds. Okay, I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it's it's far more in depth character wise. Like, okay, I don't think you could play Fallout Four passively. Um, I think there are situations where you have to kill people, right? Yeah, uh, no, for sure. It's like the the game starts off like that with the very first town where you have to help them in the fucking museum, yeah, killing the raiders. They don't they don't like give that. you an option to be passive, like right. Um, there are ways to 
play New Vegas passively, and okay. I think I think Fallout Three as well. It's just yeah. there's there's more role playing aspects to. Those oh yeah, games. no, for sure. I get what you're saying for sure. Like Fallout, the the little bit of time that I did put into Fallout Three, it was pretty passive. It was very dialogue heavy. You could actively avoid conflict if you chose the right dialogue. Yeah, and it was all about building your character that way. Whereas I feel like Fallout Four is more about building your character to be a damage sponge. That's a good shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I personally can't wait until we get the older Fallout games on there. Even one and two, like I've heard that one and two are phenomenal, but they're they're dated. They play yeah. more like a a Diablo click style. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. But they're still turn. I think it's turn based combat. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong about this, but uh, I know that people in in Fallout. Uh, one and two. I've never tried it with three in New Vegas, but if you make your character an idiot, like your intelligence is real low, your dialogue choices reflect that, and you will just have like nonsense to say to people. And there's one guy who's like, "Oh, you're you're a stu- or you're an idiot or something like that," and he's like, "Okay, let me speak slow for you," <laughs> and just stuff like that. It's little little things in the older games that made them feel more alive yeah less uh more spontaneous i don't know, I don't know. but i, I I'm, the, I'm not taking away from anything from fallout 4 from what for what it is it's a fun game yeah you know uh i i had a lot of fun running around killing muties and uh ghouls reading all the terminals and finding out some fucked up shit you know going into yeah. these vaults the whole idea of vault tech is fucked up but it doesn't surprise me it wouldn't surprise me if it was something that was actually going on yeah yeah no for sure i i i had a little bit of fun playing this like i don't think i've ever really been to the fallout i mean i i probably put in 20 25 hours at most at any given time on fallout 3 and that's the only other fallout title other than and they're cool they're cool like the whole post of like post-apocalyptic thing i get it it's some of my favorite genre of fiction but yeah I honestly had way more fun playing the Outer Worlds than this. And they're similar structure. Like, it's just one's in space and one is post-nuclear America. And I don't know, just, I wasn't sucked in and I wasn't captivated by the Fallout series as a whole. Both games, uh... Fallout, I just want to say Fallout 4 and Outer Worlds, both bleak, but in different ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Outer Worlds, to me, is visually better. But, I mean, it's it's a newer game, too. But yeah, I get that okay. Fallout, they've always gone for, they want it to be a fucking Fallout. Like, it yeah. is just washed out, gray, destroyed buildings, depressing yeah. fucking the people that are left or the people that are still alive after all this happened. Like Yeah, it's like playing a version of the Cormac McCarthy book, The Road, where it's just super grim, super gritty, post-apocalyptic. Like, you're going to die at any moment if you're not going to kill one of us the first, the first chance you get, sort of. Thing. And that, that's kind of how I, I get the gameplay of 4 is leading towards, like, I know we had already mentioned it a little bit, like, you can't do the passive play, and it's like, I know you almost got to the end. Did you really have any moments in the gameplay where you could take, like, a passive approach to it, or did you just guns blazing and I'm gonna kill you before you kill me, sort of? No, there were a lot of situations that I was able to talk my way out of, Yeah, but there were also a lot of situations that I was not able to talk my way. Got you. And there was no option to, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's an instance when you go save Nick Valentine uh, on your way out, skinny, skinny Malone. He's a big fat guy, of course, but his name's skinny Malone is waiting for you out there. And he's got some girl and the girl is who Nick Valentine was coming to look for because her parents put out a missing report. She's been missing. She is off fucking skinny. Yeah. You're able to 
talk her either like she's telling skinny to just light you guys the fuck up and you're able to talk to her and if you have enough uh charisma stat you can tell her to go home to her parents and fuck off right yeah and if you pass it she's like oh my god what am i doing with my life i'm going home and she's got like this real thick boston accent (laughs) what am i doing with my life skinny it might, it might even be a New York accent now that I'm thinking about it. Like like thick, like Lenny accent. <laughs> it's probably the Massachusetts, Boston, Rhode Island, New yeah. England style accent. And uh, it's, If you don't know the difference between the regional dialects, you could confuse it for New York. But yeah. I, I can tell it. But then again, I'm also from up here. I was going to say, so. but you, you live up there. Yeah, it's like down here. I can tell you which rednecks from Alabama and Louisiana. And shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like even from New York the part of new york i'm from doesn't even have that accent we we talk more like we're from fucking chicago than new york <laughs> and then there's me and people tell me the only reason they can tell i'm southern is because i say y'all yeah other than that i never really picked up the southern accent but yeah whatever but uh anyway so skinny basically she runs off and skinny you have the choice to either just like kill that motherfucker right there but he tells you guys he's like and actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think this is really a choice. It's a choice, but it's not your choice, if that makes sense. The ga- it's the game giving you a choice instead of you making a choice for yourself. Because Skinny's like, Nick, we go back a long time. I'm going to give you the count of 10. <clears throat> if you're not out of my sights, we're going to kill you. Yeah. And then it cuts away and he starts counting 10, 9, 8. And you have the choice to run away or stand there. Uh, you know, I just ran. I, I, I've killed Skinny Malone so many times that I was like, I'm just going to let this guy live. Yeah. And, and that's another thing. I've played Fallout 4. I had it on PS4. And now I have it on PC. I've played it multiple times. I've seen the beginning so many times that I use alternate start mods now. Yeah. But it, it's just, it, it doesn't ever capture me enough to finish the game. Yeah. Like, I know the, I find the whole Institute thing fascinating, especially now with Elon Musk doing this whole Neuralink thing. Like, oh, yeah. The, the Institute is not that far off of being an actual thing, like with no, sense and we're, stuff. No, we're fucking actually there. Who knows what else <laughs> that fucker Elon is working on and just hasn't reached to the public. Who knows what fucking Google or Facebook or any of these other mega billionaire conglomerates are actually working on. It's like people just assume Google and ABC, which is like the the actual main conglomerate that Google or something like that. A lot of people don't know they have hundreds if not thousands of military contracts dealing with like tech and development like a lot of people don't know that and it's like why the fuck why are you why are you what are you working on what are you not telling us about what the fuck is going on and then elon musk wants to put fucking computer chips into your brain it's like oh yeah this is gonna help cure diseases uh no you mean this is gonna help you fucking control people like if you don't pay your bill we're gonna short your fucking chip and send you into a fucking seizure or we're gonna fucking just like disable your fucking legs or some shit like who knows what (laughs) who knows what they'd be able to actually fucking do do like i do i do think it would be cool to be able to download your conscience into a robot though that would be pretty pretty sweet you wouldn't be able to do it that way no but i mean eventually if the technology leads to that it would be pretty cool because uh if I could have a fully metal body and like didn't have knee pain or back pain or wrist pain or stomach issues, yeah. that'd be fan fucking fantastic. I, w- I mean, I, I, I get that, but living forever that way probably would fucking suck. But maybe, maybe I like solitude. Maybe eventually, at some point, you would just get so sick of just existing. Like at that point. Well, yeah, but you, you're a robot. You could you could terminate yourself if need be. God, we're getting dark, bro. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, and. But, Maybe you could, maybe you couldn't. You get you, you your consciousness is put into that that shell, right? 
but the three laws of robotics still apply like can't like harm yourself unless the harming of yourself is save someone else like yeah so. and, and once we get to that point with what elon musk is doing it's very fallout very fallout-esque like yeah it, I, very watch, tech for sure especially say, with him taking over the fucking town in texas like come on it'll be him and google that set up the uh the vaults for people yeah <laughs> if you want to believe the conspiracy theories they already have the uh like vault city deep in the hills of the fucking rockies like underneath the denver airport and shit Oh yeah, there, there's I've a heard couple military. Yeah, there's a couple military bases that are built into the mountains and shit too. But... Yeah, that's always been wild to me that they just roll up to a mountain and the side of the mountain opens. They drive in and then it closes. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, we're we're already there. There's already like bunkers and shit like that. It's just they're not publicly sold yet. You have to either have heavy political influence or a lot of fucking. Money. How long after a nuclear fallout do you think the world would fall into chaos immediately? it depends on the the scale of the fallout are you talking like a couple of nuclear strikes as part of a escalating combat scenario or are you talking like every single country with nukes just decides to fucking like go off like they all just start nuking each other yeah yeah that way that it would it would be instant it would it would be within minutes of the first fucking explosion if anybody was left because at that point there's a lot of countries that have there nukes. would still be people <laughs> left i mean you look at it like this game seems pretty reading about this game and some of the older titles and stuff like that it seems pretty accurate like the new england the new england area would definitely be a target because of the high population in the major cities there boston york yeah and then you they're, got all, they're all within a couple hours of drive the west coast southern california which is i think number one um yeah, yeah because yeah. The, the ncr and, forms which is the national yeah. california and, republic and vegas right there too but there's also a lot of military technology bases out in nevada testing ranges and shit like that where they they keep a stockpile of weapons they keep a stockpile of, uh aircraft and shit like that. yeah and then i know so uh, those would be targets and then let's see fallout three well, Fallout Three's in DC. I know that. Yeah, DC would be another one that would be would be definitely be targeted. I mean, it, it's the capital. Fallout Three. Yeah, we just said that, right? Yeah, I think Fallout One and Two both take place in the same in the same area of California, but I could be wrong. Let's see. Game to gameplay. Game. Let's see. It doesn't say the primitive town of Arroyo. That sounds like south, Southern California, Southwest area. I, I think I think the first two Fallout games took place in California. Yeah, but uh, those, those are areas that. that that would definitely actually get hit like maybe chicago it's it would be harder to target centrally located cities chicago denver st louis because they're so far away from the coast and they're so far inland there's no way without like super technology long-range missiles for those to actually get there without coming close to either shipboard or actual landing i would love to see a fallout game take place in canada and everything is just fine because no one bombed canada huh. and then you just like run into the trailer park boys as npcs or like some dudes from letter candy like that'd be just fantastic yeah canada <laughs> would probably end up the same similar situation as us cities like vancouver cities like toronto potentially montreal definitely uh, quebec yeah <laughs> Like, so, some of those major cities would probably be targets as well but you got to remember canada is the second largest
largest like country landmass wise in the world and they only have a population of maybe like 40 million people they all live within like nine cities but they don't fuck with, with anybody they them and russia constantly go at each other for north pole they constantly take each other's flag down and put it back up they they do the same over islands up there in the in, in the arctic sea the arctic circle they they do shit and I mean, nobody fucks with Canada. Canada hasn't fucked with anybody. There's really no point. Like, why why risk war and escalation? Especially when you have such a small population for such a large landmass. Yeah, it's true. Not to mention, and this is, I know this is stereotypical, but literally every Can- Canadian person that I have talked to or met has been super fucking nice. Yeah. And just been like, let's chat. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's always been real cool. So yeah, I don't know. I just think it would be a funny a funny little a fallout, a fallout game north of the border would be interesting for sure. It probably a completely different element. Like instead of it being like an action RPG, is in the other Fallout series, I would like to see a title like that played as like a survival RPG. Yeah, now where you do have to travel across the vast distances across like the tundra and the taiga, thousands of miles in between different settlements, where you have to hunt, scavenge forage fish to survive that's a thing yeah like a, a nuclear tundra like fallout like just yeah. snow and shit yeah. um that was one thing I liked about New Vegas is if you wanted, you could put on what they called hardcore mode, which is basically survival mode. You needed to drink and eat. You needed to uh, your all your bullets had weight. Like that, yeah, that sounds that sounds like it would be interesting to play. Probably hard as hell. Fucking hard, bro. But <laughs> fucking hard as hell. But I mean, it's more accurate playing that way as yeah. like a simulator than just a fucking action RPG. Skyrim has yeah. a uh, an official. You can either buy it from the official people or you can download the mod that the official thing was based off of so basically you can get it for free or you can pay bethesda to do the same thing and it adds survival mode where you start going up in the north over uh in skyrim where it's real snowy if you don't have on warm clothes you're gonna freeze to death yeah you know you got to carry a torch with you to help you keep warm yep that, that kind of- that's accurate and uh, i know we're going a little off topic with this but what uh, something similar is what i've seen for the new assassin's creed valhalla but like that survival aspect is going to play into the gameplay like you're not just going to automatically be able to regain health you're going to have to forage for food and fish for food and shit to be able to regain health and i think the climate can affect affect your stats too if you're not wearing the proper garments and that now i will say that i really like fishing games and i felt like that that's always something that the these bethesda games be it uh, the elder scrolls or uh fallout was kind of missing is like a little like a little like fishing you know what i mean or make hunting more uh more part profitable of the yeah yeah and there's a there's a there's a, a mod for skyrim of course there's a mod for everything but uh that makes hunting a lot better it's called hunter war and you can like skin the animal and it makes pelts more worth it you can make more leather things it's just it's a it just makes it more worth doing you can do all of that stuff like the hunting and the fishing and shit like that you can do that in like red dead right yeah yeah i i have been playing uh, red dead redemption 2 again and fucking a is that a pretty game like, yeah that's probably going to be one of the games that i'm going to have to just watch you play yeah like, i don't know if my laptop's going to be able to handle it unless i can find it on sale for like the ps4 or i don't is it on the switch is it available on the switch no no you'd have to get it on the yeah 
Yeah, no, I don't think the Switch could handle it. And I only say that, I mean, I know they fit the Witcher 3 on the, the Switch, but the Witcher 3 is a few years older than Red Dead. Yeah, that's fair. But I might have to check it out, see if I can find it on sale or borrow or buy a copy from somebody I know yeah, for the it, PS4 if we if that ever comes up. Because, I mean, that's a game that I would definitely like to play. I didn't play the first Red Dead Redemption, but I did play the uh, Undead Nightmare, and I loved that game. Well... Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is actually a prequel to the first game, so... Well, that's fucking cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. so uh, hopefully by the time that that comes up on the list, it'll be cheaper. Yeah. So you'll be able to pick it up. Uh, maybe by then, there will be like an HD re-release of Red Dead 1, and Undead we'll be able Nightmare. to Give jump me, into that me an too. HD re-release of Undead Nightmare, because that was so fun. Did you play Undead Nightmare? No, I have both of them for PS3 around here somewhere. I just I haven't loaded them up and played them. You actually get to catch like the four forces of the apocalypse. It's fucking fantastic. There's like werewolves and vampires and zombies and it's just like you're playing the game but it's all supernatural based at this point now. Like instead of like coming across bears and shit, you're coming across Bigfoot and werewolves and shapeshifters and shit like that. It was wild. It was fun. That's rad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, bring. I think in... Fallout can use a title like that too, instead of like radiated zombies and shit like that. Change it up a little bit. Instead of going like nuclear blast, have it be like some viral pandemic almost. I think Vault Tech. It... Vault Tech released like you. You start off in a vault that Vault Tech was experimenting with some shit, and they created like monsters, literal monsters that have now infected the earth. I think because they're they're owned by like the same parent company i think or not parent company but they're like bethesda and id software work together closely a lot a fallout where vault tech accidentally opens up the portal to hell and it's got like a doom crossover would be sweet like oh. it, <laughs> that would be brutal yeah just fucking demons and satan and all kinds of just yeah. wrecking wreaking havoc and you're having to deal with it in the fallout world that would be wild yeah, that would be wild for sure um i don't really have anything else to say about fallout 4 it was really fun um i got real sick of it crashing on me that's probably my own doing but yeah it is what it is uh but like i said I want to leave it on the list. That way, if it pops up again, we can dive DLC. Yeah, we can do the DLC stuff for sure. And all of that. So, um, is there... I know this, is, this is another short episode, man. These people are getting... Instead of us ranting for an hour and a half, they only they get a condensed version. But that's... I mean, yeah. I really don't have much to say. Like, go play Fallout 4 for yourself uh, if you want. There's a lot of cool stuff that you can find in it. Just don't go in and expect the experience that you had maybe with Fallout 3 or New Vegas. Yeah, I get that. Uh, is, is there anything else that you would like to bring up, my good sir? Uh, no, not necessarily. Not, not really about 4. Not really about the Fallout series. Because, again, I didn't get too far into it. You know, fucking going back to work kind of sucks. Wish I could do this full time. People hit that right? five star. Hit that five star rake. Yes, and, please. Give us a five-star yeah. review on iTunes, and that'll help us climb up the thing. And maybe one day we'll figure out what we want to do for a Patreon or something, and we'll get yeah. that going. And maybe we could do this full-time eventually one day and yeah. make all you listeners happy more often than we do now. You know, those those happy endings. We love giving out happy endings. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, now I have sent Steamy up to you. He is, you are now in charge of him. Yeah, we'll, we'll have I believe, to... I believe his voice is still kind of fucking up, but I want you to... I will I will do my best to fix it yeah. from from here. I still have access to his uh right. innards. But Ooh, I get all up in his guts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Anyway, let's let's see what number he's given us today, cause he he he's he's around here somewhere. He's around here somewhere. Steamy, there you are, buddy. What what number do we have for for Dalton coming up now? You're having some Wi-Fi issues, huh? Did I not give you the right password yet? Oh no, I did. You're just running a little slow. You're just running a little slow. Um, number is three twenty three. And sir, I think you're gonna be super stoked about this game. Hey, this game hit me with it. is Persona Four Golden. Yes, yes, it is about fucking time, and I didn't even know, have to cheat. Yeah, I yes. know you've been waiting for it since you since it got ported to Steam. Oh, dude, I am so stoked. I yeah, I could because I bought the fucking game, and I was like, well, I really want to play this, but we had just started the show, so I was like, well. I'll play it eventually when it comes up on the show. And now, it, dude, I didn't have to wait six years. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. I am ecstatic. Um, this would be your first experience with Persona, even though, well, not really. I bought you five, and I know you haven't gotten much chance to play it, which that's yeah. a fucking long-ass game, I understand. But having played five, and I've seen people that say that four is better than five, and I also see people that say five is the greatest Persona game there is. You know, there's all those things. So I am really excited to jump into this. Um, and I'm also, with that being said... Because of the success of Persona 4, Sega has been talking about releasing uh, more older Sega titles onto Steam. And I'm like, Hit me, give me all of the Persona games. Just, <laughs> just fucking start porting over the entire Sega catalog game. For real. I mean, they already have the and Sonic if games. Not, if they're not going to do a new console or anything like that or open up any like arcade, like full-size Sega arcades or anything like that anymore, fucking port them all over to Steam. Like, yeah. uh, they would be smart. I need to look. I, 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 I hope this new, uh, the re-release of Shin Megami 3 Nocturne is coming out on uh, Steam as well, but I, don't, I doubt it will. Um, Shin Megami Tensai has always been a Nintendo thing, so I, th- you know, I think it may do for that. But, well, no, I take that back because some of the spinoff games, like Nocturne, it was on PS2 at one point, but I know at a certain point they just started coming out for the 3DS and stuff only. Yeah. But... Yeah, give me all the Persona games, dude. Give me Persona 1. Give me the the two PSP games. Give me Persona 3 FES. I want them all. Well, fuck yeah. I am super fucking stoked about that. And with that, um, if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. Or you can find us on Twitter at Steam underscore podcast. Um, From there, you can probably find us. You'll see us floating around on those pages as well. Uh, And we will have that Discord link up on both of those soon so check back for that uh and like like we like we said earlier it would mean a good amount to ryan and i if you would go on to itunes leave us a five-star review and help us out and that uh we know itunes sucks i hate using itunes and apple in general but you gotta do what you gotta do it is the biggest platform yeah know what i'm saying yeah so if uh if, if that's all man then i am immediately going to go play some persona yeah because it's already it's much. already installed ready to go baby i think as much all right well then for this week's episode he's ryan i'm dalton and as always guys take it easy